everybody, and welcome to a brand new, wonderful, thankful episode of... Escape from Planet Picture Show. My voice slightly echoed at the end. I know, I that heard it, I was like, sounds oh. Sounds like someone pushed me into an elevator <laughs> shaft. <laughs> Hello everybody, again, this is Taylor, the host with the most, and we have my co-host with the extra most... Nathan. Heyo. And we're together again. Yes. Yay. No more internet. No issues. more internet. Honestly, I don't know if we're going to be able to post that episode. I don't know. We'll see. We, <laughs> we were reviewing the episode literally before we started recording this one, and it's kind of a hot mess. Yeah. So maybe, who knows? Release the tapes. It's going to be the Planet Picture Show scandal that everyone's going to be wanting to hear. Yes. We'll be holding on to that for a rainy day. But anyway, we are here today for a very thankful episode because today, on today's release day, it's actually not Thanksgiving. It's the day after Thanksgiving. Womp womp. But it's Black Friday 2022. (laughs) (laughs) Super exciting. And we're over at my house for a change. Yeah. It's a little odd. New location. Very new location. We're really close to each other. I can smell his cologne. That's how what? close we are. <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, it's really cool. As a matter of fact, in today's honor of Thanksgiving, I got Nathan a little something. Because I am thankful for him. And I'm thankful for this show. So firstly. I'm scared. A Coke. I got you a Coca-Cola. Nothing too crazy about that Coca-Cola. It's literally just a simple store-bought Coca-Cola. But we've learned a lot about each other over the last couple weeks doing this, past couple months doing this. And I felt like no Thanksgiving would be complete without your own personal treat of Skittles. Oh, my God. There's a bag of Skittles right in front of me. I know you want it. I'm going to (laughs) cry. Thanks. You're welcome. Uh, Yay. And that's what Thanksgiving's all about. You don't actually have to be thankful for the things you get. Just pretend like you do. Right? I'm so So, happy right now. You don't have to eat those. It was literally just for this game. I swear. (laughs) (laughs) This is our special Thanksgiving episode to go ahead and jump out of the Halloween season and jump into the Christmas season. Yes. Um, We don't have a lot planned today. No, just a chill episode. Yeah, we really dove into the news this week. We tried to figure out what would be good stories to go ahead and just talk about. And there's not a lot happening in the industry. Yeah, and it's mainly because it's Thanksgiving week. Yeah, you know, this is that awkward time of year. Well, it's not awkward. It's actually great for the viewers where people can go to movie theaters because there's always a brand new movie showing almost every weekend. Yeah. And this is when all the secondary blockbuster films come out. So things that didn't make it to the summer season are released at this time. So all the big movies, mostly Disney is like notorious for owning this time of year. Yep. There's always at least one Pixar and one Disney film released this time of year. But obviously with covid and stuff i don't think that's the case nope disney year. has strange world their new disney animated oh, that's movie. right by the time this comes out it'll be released yeah so yeah. go check that out there's also a bunch of good award contenders movies out right now i watched she said a few days ago very very good i'd highly recommend it and then i watched the menu today not was it? amazing it was okay i don't know did, did it like blow you away no no, no. okay so Let's hop onto the menu for a minute before we like dive too deep into this episode. I remember we saw that trailer for the first time when we went to go see Nope. Do you remember when we yeah. went to go see it? And we came in like after the, the the trailers were starting though. 
and it was when that trailer was going on, and I sat down, and I saw, like, 30 seconds of the trailer. I was so confused. I didn't know if it was a horror movie. I didn't know if it was a thriller. I didn't know if it was a slasher. I didn't know if it was a mystery. There was really no answers given to me in the trailer. So do you feel like the trailer was a good interpretation of what you saw in theaters today? <laughs> the movie is just as confusing as the trailer. Like, you're done with it, and you're like, what didn't I watch? Like, not and not in, like, a good way where you're like, it's just, like, balls to the walls crazy. It was just like, okay, I don't know. <laughs> was it interesting, at least? Yeah, it did keep me entertained. It was a good watch? Yeah. Okay. Would I say go to theaters to watch it? No, I think you can wait till streaming hits streaming. It'll be on HBO Max and Hulu in like thirty days. There so you go. I mean, the menu—that's kind of a Thanksgiving themed yeah. movie, right? It's about people eating food. Yeah, I would not watch it with your family though. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Note to self: don't yeah. take the family to go see. It. So I'll leave my daughter at home. It's yes. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. All right. Well, that's exciting. So yeah. a lot of good stuff coming out. Have you seen Stranger Things yet? Stranger Things, Strange Worlds. No. It comes out on Wednesday, and when, oh yeah, on like the day before Thanksgiving. Yeah, that's right. Okay. And my mom and I are going to see Glass Onion instead of oh, Strange World. That's so. still exciting though. Yeah, okay. I'm excited. So Glass Onion, I'm excited for. For those of you who don't know, Glass Onion is a sequel to Knives Out, which was a critically acclaimed film that came out specifically on Netflix, if I'm not mistaken. No, it was a theater film or a theater movie. And then Netflix bought the rights to it, like a year later or two years later, and mm-hmm. then they now they're, um, nine, but the it's homes. still going to theaters, for one week only. Yes. Uh, so from this coming Wednesday to the next Wednesday, it'll be in theaters only, and then it'll go to Netflix at the end of the year. So they're they're pulling an Apple TV Plus. Thing. Yeah. Interesting. Okay, I mean, good for them. All proceeds go to Netflix, obviously. So support Netflix. Yay! Which actually brings me to my news. I watched something new this week. It was not a movie. It went to the TV show genre. I finally sat down and buffed through Blockbuster. Oh, really? I did. Stacy and I watched it last night. And I'll be honest with you, the reviews are on point. It was bad? I don't want to say it was bad. I don't even want to say it was a copy of Superstore. The humor is Superstore. You can just the way that the jokes are portrayed, the situations that happen, the misunderstandings, right? All the classic comedy tropes all make their appearance, but very much in the Superstore sense. But it, just like we said when we were reviewing or when we were reading the reviews on it, where it was saying how it wasn't hitting the net. People weren't really appreciating it for what it was. I understand what they're talking about because it takes place in present day. And it doesn't take place. It doesn't have that nostalgia vibe like the like it would if it was like if the time frame was like the 90s or the early 2000s. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's even weirder because it takes place modern times. So it takes place technically in 2022. It's the last blockbuster on Earth, right? But when you're going through the store and you're like looking in the background, you can see the different movies. They're different movies from different production companies, different studios, which I thought was really interesting. But they're not the actual cover artwork from the movies. So like you would see in the background like the Smurfs. And it's like just like animated mushrooms at the bottom with the Smurfs like font logo 
oh. on top. So it's like very generic stuff, yeah. you know. But oddly enough, so it's Taste Bikes in 2022, but there's still a section in their store for VHS. I don't understand why. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. And they haven't explained it yet. I'm three episodes in, and they never once said why they have VHS still in their <laughs> store. So I'm so confused, and it just doesn't make sense. And I hate to say this, but Randall Park does not do a good job in this role. He's just a, he's a very boring character, and it's hard for me to root him on. Um, yeah. yeah, you reminded me of something, because I was like, oh, I want to talk about this, and I totally forgot. Tell me. Speaking of bad entertainment... Disenchanted, the Enchanted <sighs> sequel, absolutely terrible. No! I hated it. Oh, no. <laughs> Did you like the first one? I loved the first one. It's like a masterpiece, I believe, in my opinion. I yeah. love that movie. Well, we've referred to it a lot in this podcast already. Yeah. Yeah. And then I checked out the new one, and I was like, oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah. It's one of the worst movies of the year, I oh, believe. Oh, my God. Oh my god. Yeah. So I have to ask why? Without giving away spoilers, why is it the worst movie of the year? One of the worst movies of the year. Let's pull up my review really fast. We can... Oh yeah, do that. Do that. This whole episode is there's no structure. Yeah. <laughs> We're just going all <laughs> over the place. We haven't even gotten into the movie and entertainment news like we typically do. We're literally just jabbering, so I apologize for that. But thank you for joining us on this crazy adventure of the terrible things we've seen this week. Yeah. Continue. <laughs> okay, so Disenchanted is the new movie on Disney+. Plus. It follows Giselle and her new family. They relocate themselves to a suburban town called, called Monroeville. And when their new lives don't go as planned, Giselle takes matters into her own hands by wishing for a perfect fairy tale life. Little does she know there are some severe side effects to this enchantment. I said, with nostalgia being the hot new toy for many major film studios, Enchanted had sequel written all over it in Disney's eyes. After years of development, its sequel, titled Disenchanted, hits Disney+, and it is hard to say that this does the original film justice. Not only does Disenchanted feel entirely disconnected from the original film, but it delivers a bland, cliché story that is so disappointing for fans of the classic 2008 film. Enchanted placed viewers in a world that was so familiar, yet created a sense of mystery and curiosity in the setting of New York. Here, director Adam, Adam Shankman puts audiences in a town with no potential for these characters to grow. And what I mean by that is that I had a big problem with Giselle saying she doesn't really have a happy, happily ever after, when at, at the end of the first movie, she got things she wanted. She found her true love. She had a stepdaughter now. And it was just like everything was going really well for her. And especially the stepdaughter, Morgan, they aged her up here. It's not the same actress, but they aged her up. And she is a typical teenager, which is so upsetting to me because it's like you, she didn't even retain any of the qualities she had in the first movie. It's just like a teenager. Like you can literally watch like any sitcom of like an angsty teenager and then that's Morgan in this one. Can I ask a question about that? Yeah. So would you consider Morgan's character very similar to um, Charlie's character in the Santa Claus? Between Santa Claus and Santa Claus 2? Not as extreme, but it is similar. It's just like, you know you know how in like TV shows and movies where there's like the stepmom or like even just the mom in general where they like try to do stuff for their child and the child is just like no why did you have to do that i'm fine on my own or whatever that's literally what it is here annoying yeah okay and then there's just other stuff like the music there's like one good song and that's it the rest are forgettable 
Yeah, and the acting's pretty decent. I think that's the only good thing about it, but everything else just bleh. That's such a bummer. <sighs> I was really looking forward to this. So, fun fact about me, Giselle is actually my favorite Disney princess. Okay, I can yeah. get with that. I can yeah. get with that. A lot of people forget she exists, and I think she's just such a cluster of every Disney princess ever made, where just, and, well, I'm only speaking on behalf of the first movie, of course. Her innocence is kind of like her downfall in a way, but I think that's a really kind quality to have inside of a princess. I just, I really like her as a character, you know? Yeah, and just, it, it just sucks that it went such, like, this movie went down such a, like, cliche path where, like, you can predict the ending at any moment in the film. Oh, that's such a bummer. Yeah. Dang. Dang. Well, that's unfortunate. If you had to rate it, well, you did rate it. Yeah. It's on your blog. What did you rate it? Do you want to take a guess? Did you I, give it a one out of five? I gave it a two out of five, yeah. Wow, generous. Yeah. Good man. I, so it I was better know. than Disaster Movie. Yes, it was Excellent. better than Disaster Movie. <laughs> Excellent. All right. Well, I mean, you heard it here, viewers. Go ahead and take it at your own risk. You can go ahead and decide if you want to see the movie or not. I'm still going to see it. And I'm going to go ahead and tell you how wrong you actually are. No, I'm kidding. Ooh, I'm, I'm kidding. Whoa. I'm kidding. No, no, no. Of course, this this week, you know, going apart from all this terrible badness that we've been experiencing this season, this is a very thankful episode. So I am <laughs> thankful for Nathan for giving us these reviews so we'll know what not to watch and what to actually waste our time on or, you know, genuinely enjoy our time on. And uh, I'm thankful for Taylor for coming up with this idea of a podcast. A little backstory. Oh, he shucks. This was his idea. Stop it, you. And he's so dedicated to this and i love it so much and most of this wouldn't be happening without him stop it you oh my god you're (laughs) making me blush sir but we'll be hopping into thanksgiving here in a little bit thank you for changing the font color by the way it looks really pretty (laughs) so for those of you who don't know i mean i think we've brought this up a couple times too but we actually share a word document through google docs and we always put like a fun font at the beginning for every podcast that we do it's the funness is typically just us changing the color yeah right? <laughs> the color and writing what we're talking about <laughs> at the top <laughs> but it was literally just thanksgiving at the top in black and i'm kind of like Ugh. and then nathan added some some spark to it which i really appreciate yes. so thank you so much for that sir of course uh, of course last week we talked about wakanda forever again i don't know if those tapes are ever going to reach the the break of day unfortunately we'll do the best we can to salvage those yeah but if not we do have an mcu episode coming up here soon i believe it's going to be in february for when ant-man and the wasp quantumania comes out but next i guess we should go ahead and finally finally start our podcast holy cow let's go ahead and jump directly into movie entertainment news So all these news articles, I know absolutely nothing about. So I'm going to go ahead and let Nathan take it away from here. Okay. Starting off with some sad news this morning. Actor Jason... Wait. Why do we always start with the sad news on this entertainment news stuff? I don't know. It just feels like we should start with this. Just rip it off fast like a band-aid, right? Oh, my gosh. (sighs) Okay. Brace yourself, everybody. Yeah. Actor Jason David Frank sadly passed away at the age of 49 today for those who don't know who that is he played the green power ranger 
I'm not really well versed in the Power Ranger universe. So what? He's been there since like the beginning. The He beginning. was the original Green Power Ranger from Mighty Morphin Power Rangers from back in like, oh my gosh, was that like 95, 96? I grew up with that show. Yeah, I was Yeah. like, you probably know more about Um, that than I do. but he obviously was like crazy young when he first started and he's been a audience favorite actor since then. He's done some voiceover work and stuff too beyond that, but. He's mostly known for the Green Ranger, and a lot of people who grew up with the Power Rangers can really feel it. In fact, I have a friend of mine, hopefully he's listening, this is for you, Matt, who went to what's now known as Phoenix Fan Fusion, which is like their Comic-Con out in Arizona, and he got to meet Jason David Frank. He got a picture with him, and he was dressed like Cloud that day from Final Fantasy. N not Jason David Frank, my friend, was dressed like Cloud Yeah. that day. And they did like the classic... Um, Power Rangers pose where they're like calling the animal right so their hands are doing like the opening thing right but I know he's really feeling it today and I'm sure every you know a lot of other fans are feeling it today but R.I.P. Jason David Frank thank you for bringing us an amazing childhood sir Yeah. Next up, Joseph Quinn from the hit show Stranger Things. He played Eddie Munson. He just found his big movie, his next big movie. It'll be A Quiet Place Day One, the A Quiet Place spinoff, not A Quiet Place 3. This movie also stars Lupita Nyong'o, and it'll be out March 8th, 2024. And then they also confirmed in the article that A Quiet Place 3 is in the works and it'll be out sometime in 2025. Next up, for all the Princess Diary fans, Princess Diaries 3 is in the works. Very, very early on in development. There's just starting a script right now, no director, and Anne Hathaway's like not signed on yet. But it'll be cool to see if this goes through. Next up, Bradley Cooper. He has signed on to play Frank Bullitt in Steven Spielberg's new movie based on the classic character that Steve McQueen played in the 1968 thriller. It Not, not much is known about this movie It's not a remake of the 1968 movie, but it is a new idea centered around the character, and Bradley Cooper will just step into that role. Yeah, so that's in the works as well. And if you have time this week, Steven Spielberg's new movie, The Fablemans, is out in theaters everywhere, so go check that out. Lastly, Indiana Jones 5 is coming soon. It'll be out June 30th of next year, and we got a little synopsis. So basically, before... Or while this movie was shooting, there was a lot of rumors that this movie would be a time travel movie because that photo showed like different time eras and there was a scene where there was a stunt double, but he had like de-aging dots on his face on the Indiana Jones stunt double. And it got confirmed today or yesterday. Empire Magazine revealed that Indiana Jones 5 will take place in 1969 where it'll be going back to its roots where Indiana Jones will be fighting Nazis again. It's not really... much like not super known what is going on it's just he's gonna be fighting nazis and it'll take place where the moon landing's happening so just a lot of fun like again that'll be out june 30th 2023 Interesting. So, how do you feel about the time traveling genre, in your honest opinion? it i like it if it's done right Okay, can and you give me an example of one that's been done right? Ooh, you're going to test me. Hold on. First off, Interstellar. I've never seen Interstellar. That's the one with, Do you want to fill it in the blank? uh, it's Christopher Nolan, Yeah. and is it Matthew McConaughey? Yes. Okay, I haven't seen that one yet. Yeah, that one. 
it's a really long movie. It's like three hours long, but it's good. It's Christopher Nolan's <laughs> yeah. classic, man. Yeah. And then this movie has like a lot of sentiment behind me and my family. Meet the Robinsons, the Disney movie. That's a good one. Yeah, I love that movie. And then Last Night in Soho, I guess you can count that as a time travel movie, kind of. I would consider that a time travel movie. It was one of my favorite movies of last year. So, so good. Okay, so, because for me, time traveling, I mean, I feel like if it's like intermittent movies that are released that are time traveling, I'm totally okay with that. But I felt like, I mean, I really enjoyed Endgame, but I felt like that's not time traveling done right. No. If that makes sense. I don't like, I mean, I do like Endgame, but it's, it's not as good as people say it is. I do appreciate that they created time travel in a different sense, though. So it wasn't like Back to the Future time traveling. It wasn't like The Time Traveler's Wife, if you've seen that movie. No, I haven't. And then obviously like Back to the Future is a prime, it's the prime example yeah. of time traveling, right? But then there's one that I loved. It was such an interesting concept called Looper. Oh, the one with Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Mm-hmm. Jinx. I owed you a Coke already. It's right yeah. there. You're good. <laughs> and some Skittles. <laughs> and some Skittles. Uh, but that's something that Indiana Jones is now also doing time travel. I don't know how they're going to... I don't know how they're going to explain it. I don't know if there's going to be some sort of relic that like makes them jump through time or if there's like end of the world stuff or like there's like wormholes or something. I don't know. Well, it's being directed by James Mangold who did the Logan movie. And Ooh. so I think I have high hopes. Logan was really good. Yeah. And he did Ford versus Ferrari, which is another amazing movie. If you haven't checked that out, check I have it out. Not. That's also with Hugh Jackman, right? No, Christian Bale. Christian Bale's in that one. Yeah. That's right. Okay. Yeah. And nice. so let's move on to trailers. Beep, beep, beep. So not much is not much was put out this week because of Thanksgiving, but there was three we could find. First is Magic Mike's Last Dance, the third Magic Mike movie. It'll be in theaters February 10th, and it stars Channing Tatum and Selma Hayek. Next is the sequel to Searching, the 2018 movie. This one's called Missing, and it'll be in theaters January 20th. And lastly, Pixar's new movie, Elemental, will be in theaters June 16th. It looks so pretty. Yeah, we, I'm really excited. At D23, they showed us a scene. It had, like, rough animation. Some of it was just drawings, and some of it was really well done. Mm-hmm. And it looked cool. The settings looked really, like, vibrant, and, good. yeah, it just looks pretty good. I'm excited. Good. I'm excited, too. It looks awesome. So that's it. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll see you guys in a few seconds. Hooray! Bye, everybody. All right, here we go. In three... Count with me. Two. Let's do it. One. We're back. Welcome back. <laughs> <laughs> We're back, everybody. Hello. Hello. Hello, hello. So you probably didn't hear the ad that was placed there. That tends to be the, what's been happening for the last six episodes. <laughs> yeah. We're always like, we'll be back. And then like two seconds later, Yay, welcome back, welcome everybody. Back. And we're just like, what's the longest 30 seconds of my life? So, yeah, we're trying to get that fixed. We want you guys to hear our beautiful voices always. So, yeah, hopefully soon. Hopefully soon. But welcome back, everybody. Again, this is Planet Picture Show. What? Whoa. (laughs) Rewind. Should I do that rewind? It's going to sound really good on feedback. Yeah. Yeah. So, this is 
Escape from Planet Picture Show. We are now hopping into the fun, non-news, non-sad portion of our broadcasting day. Today, again, as we said many, many a times, this is a very thankful episode because it's Thanksgiving. Well, I mean, today is Black Friday. Oh, yeah. Once, yeah. And, and then this is t- today, today's Sunday, the what? The 20th. 20th. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, but you'll be listening to this on Black Friday. Yes. So, good luck shopping out there, everybody. Tally ho. Yeah. But we're going to be talking about Thanksgiving, which was technically, you know, yesterday's episode, if you're hearing this on Friday. You know, I never really thought about it until today, but this is Charlie Brown's season, boy. Yeah. This is Charlie Brown's season, boy. Bro, really think about it. Charlie Brown, I mean, he had the, his cartoon. Right, back in the day, but he's known for his specials. Yeah. He's not really known for the comics. Sorry, Charles Schultz, but that's just the way that it goes. It's literally back to back to back with the Great Pumpkin Charlie Brown. It's Thanksgiving Charlie Brown and Merry Christmas Charlie Brown. Like, this is a good time of year for Charlie Brown, Um, especially for Charlie Brown fans. You know, do you have a special Charlie Brown character that you like, or have you watched any of these specials? Yeah, of course. I've watched. Almost all of these. And we own, like, random ones on DVD, like The Great Reunion, Charlie Brown. What? I know. It's like Snoopy reunites with his family. Oh, I've seen those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry, what was the original question? (laughs) (laughs) So, firstly, if you had a favorite seasonal special. And secondly, who is your favorite Charlie Brown character? I think I've watched the Thanksgiving one the most, like, out of all three. So, I would say the Thanksgiving one is my favorite. And I don't really have a favorite character. I like them all. You like them all? Yeah. It's a very diplomatic answer. I do have a favorite scene in the Thanksgiving one. And it's when Snoopy and Woodstock are helping Patty make the Thanksgiving feast. And it's just like a bunch of toast (laughs) and popcorn and jelly beans. And I just love, I want to have that for Thanksgiving. That would be so much fun. Wouldn't that be how five and six-year-olds make Thanksgiving every year? I would still make Thanksgiving like that. I mean, we got your... It's candy right there, bro. That's not jelly beans. You Those can, are you can share it. Skittles. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's a good year for Charlie Brown, or a good time of year for Charlie Brown. I love the Christmas special. I can't wait to see that again this year. It's one of my favorites. But for Thanksgiving this year, we're just going to be talking about what we're thankful for and kind of diving into some Thanksgiving movies that exist out there. And I feel like a really good one that exists that tells a semi-accurate story about what happened is called Saints and Strangers. This is an older-ish movie. The article that I'm actually reading right now is from September 13th, 2018, and this is on IndianCountryToday.com, and the title is Saints and Strangers, The Real Story of the First Thanksgiving? Question mark. From what it seems like, so it's on National Geographic, which means it's very possible it might show up on Disney+. Plus. Maybe. If it's going to be the real story of Thanksgiving, I don't know if it's going to show up on Disney+. Plus. But this is an actual movie that National Geographic did. It's not like your typical National Geographic stuff. It's not like just a, here's the history, and here are some moving frames with people's voiceovers over it. Fantastic. No, no, no. This is an actual film. So the film was produced by Sony Pictures Television, and supposedly it aired... Back on November 22nd and 23rd of 20, oh, 2015? Yeah. That's what the original one was. My bad. Which was Thanksgiving Day that year. 
Yeah. Uh, but it was a a four hour two night movie event, and supposedly it told the the scary truth of Thanksgiving Day. It's not like everybody thinks it is. You know, they don't just show up on the Mayflower and they see the Indians and they shake hands and have dinner. It's not quite that easy. Supposedly, this movie is really good. It's supposed to be pretty authentic to what you can be experiencing or what you should have known about the history of Thanksgiving. And as a matter of fact, I have another article here from the Smithsonian that talks about the myths of Thanksgiving. Wow. (laughs) What? So... I guess one of the biggest myths, it actually says right here, the myth is that the friendly Indians, unidentified by tribe, welcome the pilgrims to America, teach them how to live in this new place, sit them down for dinner, and then disappear. They hand off America to white people so they can create a great nation dedicated to liberty, opportunity, and Christianity for the rest of the world to profit. That's the story. It's about Native American people conceding to colonialism it's bloodless and in many ways an extension of ideology of manifest destiny that's deep yeah and honestly that's what everybody was taught when i was growing up in school i can at least say that's what it was you know back then we had christopher columbus day and um you know it was all about like yay christopher columbus finding america hooray but now it's known as indigenous day rightfully so yeah because of the terrible, terrible, terrible things that Christopher Columbus did that was never shared to anybody. And I feel like a lot of people don't really know these truths until you get to college. I mean, it's it's just unfortunate that the story's not told properly. Yeah. But hopefully this movie that, that we were talking about will tell the same, the right story. If you've already seen it, I'm sure you guys already know about it. Yeah, and I just looked it up. It's not available on any streaming services. You have to buy it through like Apple or Amazon. But how much? That I did not. It didn't give me a price. But fifty dollars. <laughs> but for anyone who's curious to see what the real story is and not think that America is as fantastic as it is, get the truth behind it. That's going to be a great movie to watch. Yeah. Yeah. Now, apart from that. Let's just talk about the fun Thanksgiving movies. So there's a lot of really fun Thanksgiving movies, which actually works out to our rant that we had at the beginning of the episode when we we're talking about time travel. Because one of the ones that comes to mind for me is Freebirds. Yeah, me too. So are you so you saw that movie in theaters? You said yeah, when I was in like the third grade. Okay, what do you remember about that movie? I, it was just like, it came out. Actually, no, I don't even know when it came out. But I just know me and my friends talked about it a lot. <laughs> I don't know why. Okay. And then I went to go see it in theaters. And I just remember it was a time travel. And they were like in an egg, I believe. Like the time travel thing was an egg. Mm. One's red, one's purple. And that's all I remember. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so basically the whole premise is that it, it all starts with the president pardoning, pardoning a turkey. Like he does every single year. They brought the turkey home, and the daughter was showing the turkey around the house. And there was a turkey from the future who comes to this time frame saying that they can go ahead and save Thanksgiving by not having turkey on the menu, by going back in time and saving the turkey kind. So these two turkeys that are played by Owen Wilson and I believe it's Woody Harrelson go into this magical time-traveling egg back to the 1600s or the 1500s when the first Thanksgiving happened and 
they find other turkeys of their kind and they actually have to protect themselves from the pilgrims. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which is kind of a fun story on the pilgrims versus the Indian side of it, right? Where they're protecting their, their land, they're protecting their nature, and a spoiler alert, at the very end of it, they succeed and they come back to the future and they're not serving turkey anymore. Mm-hmm. I believe the new thing is pizza. At the very end of the movie, people have to order pizza for Thanksgiving Day. Yeah. That's like the is, new trend. It's Yeah, pizza. Yeah. I'm looking at it right now. It was a very clever movie. I just remember back in the day when I worked at Chuck E. Cheese, they would advertise this all over the TVs. Yeah, that's probably why me and my friends talked about it so much. Oh, my gosh. And I don't know why I had this memory, but we had, like, I don't know where we went, but they had wristbands of the birds like you could either get a red one with the red bird's face on it or the purple one with the purple bird's face i don't ask me why i have a vivid memory of me wearing one of them i think that's like a mcdonald's thing yeah maybe burger king yeah but still they were just all over the place (laughs) yeah and i mean they they did a really good job advertising the movie it didn't do that well yeah it was also the director's last movie yeah unfortunately (laughs) But the company who made this movie actually lived to see another day. Oh, no. Real FX animation. Real FX. Okay, so I think this was Real FX last movie, unfortunately. They didn't no, do... they had two more. Oh, wow. After this or before this? After. Oh, okay. So what, uh, what other movies did they make? Oh, wait. This is interesting because I thought it was one more as well. Because I know Book of Life, that's their other one, which was like the movie that came out like three years before Coco. And people like to make fantastic. Ju- it's a really good movie. Great movie. Yeah. And then their other movie is Rumble, which just came out like December of last year. Watched it, did not like it. It was really bad. But uh, that surprised me because I didn't know it was done by them. It's on Paramount Plus for anybody who's interested in watching Rumble. Rumble's about the giant monsters fighting. Yeah. Right. Okay. I remember them advertising for that too. Yeah, supposedly. And they had a movie before that too, right? Before Freebirds? No. Well, Yes, some of them were as an animation service, but like their own movie was their first like original production was Freebirds. Oh, interesting. Yeah. There we go. So, yeah, I mean, for anyone who wants to watch something that's a little bit different from their typical Thanksgiving treats, I mean, this is kind of unfortunately the unsung holiday of the year where people go straight from Halloween to Christmas. So there's not a whole lot of activity when it comes to actual Thanksgiving films. There are movies that have Thanksgiving in it, but I wouldn't, there's not a lot of Thanksgiving films per se, but the only two I can really think were Freebirds, the Charlie Brown movie, of course. But other than that, I can't really think of any other Thanksgiving films. Do you have any favorite Thanksgiving movies that you like to watch or maybe like Thanksgiving TV episodes that you're kind of like, yes, this is the episode. Um, not really. I literally only watch the Charlie Brown special, and that's either because it's on cable or I just put it on because we have the DVD. That's fair. Yeah. I feel like when it comes to TV shows, the most notorious Thanksgiving episode is Friends. Yeah. Because they have a Thanksgiving episode every year. Every year. And... Obviously, you know, they have that scene with, oh my gosh, is that Monica? Where she puts the turkey over her head and puts the sunglasses on it and dances for Chandler. And that's when Chandler first confesses his love for her. <laughs> oh, so sweet. But that was a that was a great 
great episode. All those episodes for Thanksgiving, I think, are really fun. My personal favorite in TV, specifically, I really like the How I Met Your Mother Thanksgiving episodes. One of them primarily is when Marshall makes a bet with Barney, which is played by Neil Patrick Harris, and obviously, oh my gosh, Jason... I'm blanking out. Sorry. I can't remember. Yeah, I can't. I don't know either. <laughs> anyway, but basically, so Barney and Marshall have this slap bet where Marshall's able to slap Barney five times. It could be at any time. So he has a countdown clock for Thanksgiving. So on Thanksgiving, he gets to slap him. It's a fun episode. Strongly yeah. recommend. The only TV show that I can think of, and I don't even watch this show, it's just mainly because I see it a lot on Twitter or my friends talk about it, is Gossip Girl. I'm pretty sure they did a Thanksgiving, similar to Friends, they had a Thanksgiving episode every season. And I know one of the Thanksgiving episodes, people call it like one of the best episodes of the show. Really? Yeah. Or just had a lot of drama and stuff like that. So I'm sure Gossip Girl fans can correct me on that if I'm wrong, but... That's another option if you're a Gossip Girl fan. Please correct me if he's wrong. Yeah. Please. <laughs> it's Jason Siegel. That's the name I was thinking Oh, okay. Of. There you what go. What an idiot. Go. It took me forever. Um, and I also like the New Girl Thanksgiving episodes. New Girl is now streaming on Netflix. I know. I need to watch New Girl. New Girl is hot take. New Girl is not a good show. Really? Yes. I feel like New Girl is not... I, I don't think it's funny. That's just me. Hot take. Come at me, bro. But what makes it funny for me is the absolute insanity in terms of yelling. People yell in this show for the smallest reasons, <laughs> and I think that's the funniest thing to me. But maybe it's because I just don't like Zoe Deschanel. Dang. You don't like yeah. her in, have you seen 500 Days of Summer? I have not. Oh. So one thing, I like her early work. So, like, I liked her in Elf. I thought she did a really good oh, job yeah, in right. Elf. She's an Elf. Because mm-hmm. that's not her typical character. And, you know, now she's known as quirky. <laughs> but in Elf, she was kind of a grump. And she was kind of rude. Yeah. She was, like, she was a typical person. She's a totally different, like, character now. Yeah. And, and, not, and not, like, her personality herself. Just, like, the characters she plays are more... Yeah, fun. New Girl just really made that mark for her, you know, and that's kind of the character she runs with now because that's what she's good at, which is fine. And if it gives her success in life, that's good for her. Yeah, There's nothing wrong with that. I just get bored of that character. (laughs) So it's good to see them do other things. Kind of like Chris Pratt, you know, when he was in Parks and Rec and he was just the idiot. It was funny, but it got annoying after a while. So it was nice to see him in other roles where he wasn't an idiot. He just said stupid things. So, like, when he's Star-Lord, he is very heroic, very, you know, charismatic, but he makes mistakes, and he's cocky, and I feel like that's a good character for him. Yeah, yeah. Um, But then he plays characters like Owen from the Jurassic World series, and I don't like him as Owen in the Jurassic World series. So, I mean... Same with Zoe Deschanel. It's just a hit or miss, you know. So that was a that was a rant. <laughs> Let me go and step off my soapbox here for a minute. Um, but I mean, like we said earlier, there's not a whole lot to talk about this week, so we're just kind of filling in these empty holes. First off, Nathan, 
what are you thankful for? I know we already kind of talked about it at the beginning, of course, you know, with the podcast, all shucks, all that good <laughs> stuff, good feelings. But, like, genuinely in terms of your life, your experiences, what are you genuinely thankful for every single day that you can really give thanks for on Thanksgiving? Well, yeah, you know, I'm always thankful for my family, especially my mom and dad. They do a lot for me, and especially as I'm, like, really growing up and heading off to college next year is just a lot. And it's a lot of craziness right now, and they're always supporting me no matter what, and they let me do a lot of things, and I'm just, just having fun in life, and they always support me whatever I do. And then I'm also thankful for my friends, my friends at school, my friends that don't go to school with me. It's just a lot of fun because, you know, I have those moments where I'm like, should I do this? Or like, I need advice or, or I'm going to go crazy in the head. And they're like, chill, you're overthinking things. <laughs> like, you know, it's nice to have those friends that'll just like keep you in check or just always support you no matter what. And it's going to sound really corny, but I'm thankful for movies because when I have a rough day, I put on a movie, like all my problems go away. It's just, I just love watching a good movie when I'm sad or I just am tired and I need something to like lift me up before I go do something else after. It's just really nice to have movies there that really accessible and just vibe with them and keep me energized and hopeful for the future. So, yeah. That was beautiful. Well said, sir. Well Thanks. said. Yeah, I mean, just it's just a great season to really open your eyes, you know, especially on the day of Thanksgiving, you know, it's when the family gets together and you start to see everybody and you get really warm in your heart, you know, thinking like, this is just such a special moment in time. And even though it happens at the same time every single year, it's just nice to know that you can rely on this time to have your entire family there to talk to them, to chat with them, to be with them. It's just a really good feeling. Um, but yeah, I mean, not to get too heartfelt, right? <laughs> I know. Do you have things you're thankful for, Taylor? No. Oh. I hate everything. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. I mean, there's a lot that I'm thankful for in my life. Obviously, being at the age of 30, I'm halfway done with my life. So, I'm kidding. Whoa. I'm kidding. <laughs> I have a very short expectancy on my... No, I'm kidding. I'm... I'm obviously, you know, same cliche stuff. I'm I'm thankful for my family. You know, I wouldn't be where I'm at without them. And I miss them every single year living out here in California. It's just really tough to go through these holidays without them. But it's really nice to be here as on another thankful note with Stacy. Because obviously her side of the family, you know, you guys obviously yeah. are so welcoming and so kind. I mean... Stacy and I have been together for eight years now, and you guys have always welcomed me with arms wide open. I can reach out to you guys for anything, you know, all the fun celebrations we do with the family for birthdays and Thanksgiving and Christmas and the holidays. And I know we had a couple Fourth of Julys that we spent together and barbecues, all that good stuff. It's just always been a blast, and I'm thankful for you guys for making me feel as at home here as I would out in Arizona. So, yeah, that's a big thank you on my part. I'm thankful for the uh, thank thank you. Thankful for the podcast, obviously. It gives me something to do every single week that's not work and I get to spend more time with you obviously, which is always yeah. a blast. And 
I'm just thankful for opportunities always being sent my way. I'm thankful for completing school. I now have a degree that's hanging up on my wall at all times so I can view it and say, like, I did that, you know. And every day there's just more and more things to be thankful for. I'm obviously thankful for my daughter. She's a wonderful bundle of joy, even though she's a pain in the neck sometimes. Mm. She's still (laughs) just the perfect little thing in this world, and I would never have it any other way. So, (sighs) Emotional. That was emotional. Oh, my gosh. Let's go ahead and change things up a little bit. So we're going to be playing a game called Thank You Notes. This is what we like to do during Thanksgiving. It's very similar. In fact, it's exactly similar as Jimmy Fallon's Thank You Notes. If you've ever seen the late night show with Jamie, Jamie, Jimmy Fallon. (laughs) Who is Jamie Fallon? With Jimmy Fallon. He's one of my favorite late night talk show hosts. And we're going to be doing some thank you notes tonight. Did you have some thank you notes that you'd like to share with the crowd? Like film related thank you notes? Yeah. I mean, I can come up with some on the spot, I believe. Okay. So we're going to do film related. We're also going to do some that Jimmy Fallon shared during the holidays that I think are really funny. So we'll go ahead and get a head start on that. Maestro, you can play the music, please. Okay. Well, I'm thankful for. Edgar Wright getting his heart broken as a teenager so he can be a great filmmaker and tell his stories. I am also thankful for Anya Taylor-Joy's singing voice because she delivered some amazing covers on the Last Night in Soho soundtrack. I am also thankful for Hercules, the best Disney animated movie because it has gotten me through some rough times. And that's it. (laughs) That was good. That was good. Thank you. Steven Spielberg for not giving up your film career after AI artificial intelligence was released whoa thank you Joss Whedon for doing something terrible to make room for other people like great writers and directors to have some space in the spotlight this is really dark I'm sorry (laughs) thank you Charlie Brown for having me never trust someone for holding a football and allowing me to kick it Thank you, Edgar Wright, also, for Shaun of the Dead. Yes. That's really all I have to say for Shaun, for him specifically. <laughs> Thank you, Nintendo, for finally releasing the rights to Super Mario Brothers to a trustworthy company like Universal Studios to allow them to make one of the most magical films being released on April 7th, 2023, which I will be there opening wow. night. And thank you, Nathan. What? For being here as a part of this podcast. For your reviews and your heart and your spirit when it comes to movies would not be the same without you. I'm gonna cry. Oh, buddy. Now let's go on to add in some extra fun ones here. Oh, no. We're gonna bring the house down, though. Non movie related. These are specifically from Jimmy Fallon, The Tonight Show starring Jimmy Fallon. These are some of his that he does during the the holiday seasons. So I'd just like to go ahead and share, thank you, Butternut Squash, for being an appetizing food despite having the words butt, nut, and squash in your name. Thank you, Stuffing, for always being delicious even though you are cooked inside of a turkey's butt. Ew. It's true. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Thank you, the Friday after Thanksgiving, 
For being the night that everybody goes back to their hometown bar to relax, unwind, and see how much fatter their high school friends have gotten. Thank you, people who ask to borrow Tupperware for Thanksgiving leftovers, for basically asking, can I have some of your Tupperware forever? Thank you, the kids' table, for providing an isolated area for both young children and adult relatives who nobody likes. Wow. <laughs> Thank you, Christmas trees, being thrown out the street for looking like everyone just went through a bad breakup with Santa. Oh, wow. Thank you, kids' table again, for being a place for kids and any adults who don't want to talk about politics. And last one, thank you, buying a plane ticket home for Thanksgiving, for forcing me to answer the question, is my family really worth $800? Ooh. <laughs> and that'll be it for today's wonderful, thankful festivities. And we're going to go ahead and fade out. Yes, it was very nice, what soothing moment. music. What a moment. Oh, you know what? I didn't do one for Jimmy Fallon. How rude of me. Thank you, Jimmy Fallon, for giving Escape from Planet Picture Show the idea to have a thankful notes portion to be written about movies and everyday things. Yes, thank you. Hope I don't know if he's ever going to hear this podcast. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's our little thank you notes section. That's our game for this week. Yay! Woohoo! But I don't think I have anything else to add. Do you have anything you want to add to this podcast? No, I think it's we ended it on a good note. We did. We definitely did. For those of you listening today, the day that's released, which is Friday, the ooh, I don't remember. Hold on. The twenty fifth. The twenty fifth. Is, is it right? <laughs> yeah, oh, okay. <laughs> so for everyone listening today on the twenty fifth. Good luck on your shopping, baby. Yeah. If you haven't done it already, if you guys aren't in line on the 23rd for Black Friday, that's how people do it. It's Black. It's not even Black Friday anymore. It's like Black Week. Yeah, or Cyber Week. Cyber Week, <laughs> Cyber Month. Yeah. <laughs> Every day is online shopping. It's true. It's true. Thank you guys so much for being a part of our team and being a part of the spirit known as Escape from Planet Picture Show. Do you want to go ahead and sign us out today? Yeah. So, as always, you can follow our Instagram and Twitter at Planet, Planet Pick Pod. You want to spell that for us? Yeah, P-L-A-N-E-T-P-I-C, no K, P-O-D. Again, that's on Instagram and Twitter. Ooh. You can also check out my review blog at postcreditreviews.com or and follow my Instagram at Nathan Diaz PCR. Now, before we jump into our inspirational quote, I do want to remind everybody, this is the final week for Christmas movies. Yes. This is it. Literally starting next week, we're going to be starting our Deck the Halls bracket. That's what I named it. Ooh. Do you like that? Like they're festive, fighting? Like, yeah. <laughs> right? It's pretty good. So we're going to have a total of 16 movies going head to head. 16. Prepare yourself. Does my mic sound weird all of a sudden? Or is that just me? Just you. Oh, okay. So there's going to be 16 films going head-to-head. If you haven't been reached out to yet at this point when you're hearing this, please either text Nathan or I, letting us know what your favorite movie is, of course, so we can go ahead and place it on the bracket. We're also going to be having possibly 
an honorable mentions bracket. Ooh. Ooh. So there's going to be two brackets for the holiday season. Yeah. Ooh. So for anyone who's interested, uh, we're also going to be reaching out to a lot of people to, to answer any questions or concerns or questions or concerns <laughs> for the questions of this week. It's going to be very similar to worst of the worst where we're going to have a couple categories we want you guys to provide for us. That won't be part of the bracket. That's just going to be for a shout out episode for the holiday season. Yeah. But make sure you're on top of that for us. So that way we can go ahead and get this holiday season started off pretty darn strong. The holiday season is going to be a long one. Yeah. Three very, weeks. Very long. Four weeks. Four? Oh, just kidding. Four weeks. So I'm actually pulling up the calendar right now as we're talking about this. Because we're going to have an episode on the 2nd, an episode on the 9th, an episode on the 16th, an episode on the 23rd, and then an episode on the 30th. That's a lot of episodes. Back to back to back to back to back. Literally. So one, two, three, four, five episodes in one month. Crazy. And they're all Christmas themed. It's going to be exciting. Well, four are Christmas themed. One's going to be New Year's themed. Yeah. Yeah. Hope some of you aren't Scrooges. Yeah, none of that. We don't do Scrooges here. <laughs> we don't no humbugs in this podcast. I'm also going to be changing our logo to make it look all Christmassy Ooh. for the holiday season. That'll be starting next week on the second, or next yeah, next week on the second. So please be aware of that. If you happen to see it and it doesn't look like ours, it's because it's not ours. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> it's ours. It's just going to look a little different for the holidays. And we're going to be doing our Deck the Hall bracket every week until we find that perfect movie to call the best movie of the holidays. And we'll go ahead and do a couple shout-outs, a lot of fun games that I have planned for the holiday season as well. So just stay tuned for that, guys. We hope you're all a part of it. And, and, hear me out, next week, for those of you who listen on a regular basis... And you oh. start to go ahead and provide information to everybody, and you let us know, hey, I mentioned so-and-so, we're going to be having stickers that we're going to be giving out to everybody. Yes. Whoa. Yes. Big I haven't, news. I know. So I actually have a draft made of what the stickers are going to look like. I'll show you after the podcast. They look great. And um, I think I'm going to be doing a special holiday one just for this season. So if you guys want to get one of those stickers, you can go and slap them on your car. You can slap them on your laptop. You can slap them on your behind. Wherever you guys want <laughs> to put on stickers. Your on your forehead. Wherever. <laughs> you guys are more than welcome to do so. But it's also going to have a QR code. So if you want to go ahead and have people look at it and go directly to our Spotify account, they can do it that way too. It's like a blast. Super nice. So let's go ahead and close off today's episode with one of the, I feel, greatest quotes of this season. We should just be thankful for being together. I think that's what they mean by Thanksgiving. Where is that from? Well, a Charlie Brown Thanksgiving, the 1965 special. <sighs> so good. That's so good. Yeah. It's true. It's very heartwarming. You know, I love it. Well, anywho... Thank you guys so much again for joining us this week. We hope you all have a very wonderful Thanksgiving season. Be thankful for one another. Hold hands, kumbaya, all that good stuff. Have some turkey or ham or... Whatever you eat on Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah. I know I'm going to be having my fair share of scalloped, scalloped potatoes. Yes. So that's my favorite Delish. dish. So what's your favorite dish? What do you like? I like ham a lot. Ham. Yeah, ham's okay. my fave. So yeah. How many slices of ham do you think you can eat? 
I don't know. Just keep it coming. I'll tell you when to stop. <laughs> Good man. All right, kiddos. Y'all have a great rest of your week. We'll see you all at the escape pod. Toodaloo. Bye.